0: Welcome to the Healthiest Simple Podcast. Our mission is to make getting and staying healthy simple enough so more people want to start. And for those that have started, how do you stay committed when it gets hard? Healthy is simple, but it's not easy. I'm Phil Forrester, the host today, and along with Lori Forrester, we'll be searching for all the ways to simplify the health and fitness journey. Today, we're talking with Ali Quintero. She has an amazing story of perseverance, but with a simple approach. When we first met Allie, she was seeking help with fitness and nutrition. She started working with Lori on a program of personal training and fitness coaching, and from the beginning, Lori could tell that this was different. Allie was committed. But after a while, we learned why. Allie had made a key decision in her life. Just say yes. It's that simple. When presented with something new or uncomfortable, just say yes. That simple statement transformed Allie and her approach to her whole life, including her commitment to her health. Here's Allie's story. So, Allie, welcome to the podcast. Um, We're excited to get your story because you have a reputation for saying yes to anything. And (laughs) you've been, especially fitness related, let's let's set set some boundaries. (laughs) Hold
1: on a minute. (laughs) Not everything. Right,
0: but... uh, You've been with us for how long now?
1: Uh, we're right at a year.
0: Right at a year. So, uh, I think as your your transformation has, uh, you know, been seen and, and by all the members of, of our of our gym and our community, everybody's just amazed at what you've done. And so that's really what we wanted to get you on this podcast to take us through your journey, kind of how it started and what got you here, mm-hmm. and then what you're now experiencing having gone through a year. I mean, this wasn't something that was an overnight success, right. But and what you're yeah. anticipating the challenges to be going forward. So where did this start?
1: Okay, well, <laughs> if you want to go, like, all the way back to the beginning. Okay. <laughs> like, ever since I was a kid, struggled with weight, um, you know, pre-K. Sure. I remember being called fat on the playground and – struggling with friends. And so like that's where it like really starts. Um, From being a child, I remember like going to different weight loss programs, you know, whether it be at the gym doing like kids weight loss programs or I remember there was one like the hospital sponsored so it was more nutrition focused. Um, There were like even one that we found that like was like through therapy And that was probably, like, my first foray into therapy. Um, How
2: how old were you
0: then?
1: That one, I was probably, like, middle school. Okay. So, like, early teens.
0: So, tell me a little bit about how we get to the point where you're pursuing, you know, these classes. I mean, talk about the parents and kind of what their role is in guiding this a little bit.
1: So... I think my parents always kind of worried about me. I was like the more overweight child. My sister was like very into dance, and both of them actually were into dance. And I wasn't. I kind of was into sports, but I wasn't very good. (laughs) I have no coordination. Okay, that that's not true. (laughs) We'll beg to differ. (laughs) Um, So I just I wasn't very good at sports and. You know, like we—I was the person who like we like to read books, we True. like to do art. I like to sew, like so a lot of sedentary. <laughs> you weren't a activities. you weren't a naturally active. Yeah, I wasn't child naturally physically. active. So you know, I was overweight, and like looking back, it's one of those things. Like she was overweight, but it, like she was chunky. It wasn't like right. the end of the world. So, but that really ended up sticking with me and um, like my parents, you know, wanted to help. My grandparents would always comment, you know, we're from a big Hispanic family, so (laughs) that is a very like open topic. Sure.
0: Now, were your parents overweight?
1: So, my dad was overweight and he, um, I think it was like 2001-ish, he got diagnosed with diabetes and, like, dropped 70 pounds. Like, started working out, going to the gym, running, and dropped 70 pounds. My mom grew up, like, growing up, she was always very thin and was one of those could eat whatever she wanted, whatever, until she had kids. Mm. So kind of, like, we had that background of diabetes in the family and that kind of stuff. Okay.
0: So you were more maybe your dad's build? Just in, in yeah, probably like
1: f- was following his trajectory yeah. into like probably gonna end up diabetic sure. at some point and all the, all that thing. Um, I think like seventh grade, I got diagnosed with insulin re- resistance. And then like I always had like problems with my period and stuff like that. So it's like early on, like those health things were like showing up.
0: Right. So it was a topic of conversation was, in the household. Yeah, there was, was a, a focus constant, on Ali and yeah, it was a constant, health and weight and
1: constant thing. Um, I remember for my fifteenth birthday, my uh, parents gave me a cell phone, and they were sending me to Miami for a month to live with my aunt, where I was going to have a personal trainer, and that was my first personal trainer, <laughs> and they were putting me on the South Beach diet. So it's like...
0: Okay. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. In, in Miami,
1: perfect. <laughs> yep.
0: South Beach, Miami, tie so, it all together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's, like, always been those things. And, like, I remember, like, incentives. Like, oh, like, we'll pay for this for you. And, like, mm-hmm. you you know, if you lose weight or we'll give you a dollar every pound you lose. Like, just, it's just always been... An item should sure. you always like, feel like somebody's project? I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if it was project, but like it was always like that was an issue, mm-hmm. and it's always been an issue, and like mm-hmm. you know, growing up, like it was hard to find clothes because plus size clothing wasn't as prevalent as it is today. Mm-hmm we're doing a lot better in the market and yes, that's (laughs) what she does for a living. And then I go into fashion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. I wonder why. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, like, so I was like, as a child going to dances and stuff, like having to shop in the adult section and trying to find clothing that worked for me. And like that, also then led me to become very shy and like not want to go out to do things because i couldn't find clothes and i felt ashamed so it's like it all piles on top of each other sure
0: so uh since there's people listening that don't know you give yeah. me some stats so how tall are you
1: um 5 8
0: okay and then at that time being in the teenage years yeah. when you say i was overweight what were you back then
1: um oh i got to remember <laughs> I don't know. I was probably in the 200 pound range. If I probably have to ask my mom, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think on my driver's permit, I want to say it was like 260. Okay. So I think that's what it was.
0: And that progressed. And and as you continued in these attempts, were you ever successful in moving the needle weight wise in any
1: of these? Attempts. You know, it would be successful for a while, mm-hmm. but then it wouldn't, you know, last. Right. So, like, one of the things I was thinking about, um, I was listening to something, they were talking about addiction and how um, when the people go off to rehab, they do really well <laughs> because they're outside of that environment, but right. then they go back and it's just the same environment. Mm-hmm. And so they relapse. So, like, going to Miami... I did really well because I was outside of the environment and I was just very structured. But then I went home and, you know, things hadn't really changed. Sure. They're still the same things at home. So it relapsed. So, yeah. you know, it was always the game the way back.
0: Well, and I think we, we've had that challenge in talking with families. Mm-hmm. We'll have parents. That will call the gym because we advertise right. nutrition coaching, et cetera. And they'll say, Hey, we'd love to get some nutrition for coaching for our, ch- our, our child, mm-hmm. or our children, or our child. And how old? 11, yeah. 12. I'm like, okay. Do they buy the food? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, right. no. I'm like, okay. So mm-hmm. who really needs the nutrition coaching right. here? So did you get a sense that the family really? embraced trying to be healthy overall or was this just an alley thing?
1: I think we would because, like, my dad was able to lose 70 pounds mm-hmm. and he's, you know, like, fluctuated over the years, but overall he's kept it off. Um, and, like, I remember, like, my mom would pack his meals and stuff for him for work. And so, like, we would do like healthier meals and like I remember we would have like all these health cookbooks and stuff right. and like the healthier recipes and like one of my favorite uh websites to get recipes is skinnytaste.com <laughs> and like me and my still, mom have still always good. used that one <laughs> but like it would be like a family thing but then it's like so-and-so is not so much on a diet so let's like buy some cookies or something so it's like Yes and no. Okay.
2: I think you just like, nailed it right there. If you're on a diet. Yeah. You said if you're on a diet then you're you're not eating those things but yeah. if you're just regular eating you're eating whatever, and right? I think that's a mm-hmm. big that's difference big.
1: with how I deal with things now. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. And that go like you know, going through all that stuff paved the way for me to like start going to therapy and yes. things like that and work on those things. So,
2: at what point did you start therapy?
1: So, there are a couple of times that I've been to therapy. Um, the first time was doing, like, the weight loss program. And, like, I, I remember, like, my parents saw it in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, anybody does that these days. <laughs> but, yeah, they saw it in the newspaper. It was advertised. They were starting this new program. So, we, like, signed up for it. And so, that was my first therapist. She was really great. Um, there's problems that I had with the program. Like, I remember they had like the term they would call like too comfortable teen. And I'm like, no, I'm not comfortable. <laughs> like, cause they were like saying like this teenager's like stuck in this way not wanting to change. But I'm like, no, I'm very uncomfortable. And it like, it was kind of negating the fact that like, there's a shit ton of anxiety going on. Sure. Yeah. So, like, we had that one, and like, I worked through the whole program with her, and then like, she continued to be my therapist for a while. Do you
0: mind if I ask? Yeah. As in, in the therapy exercise, mm-hmm. what was the focus? Where was it a was it a food issue? Was it a, what, were we, what were we working through?
1: So I think they were trying like if I remember correctly, they were trying to like get the underlying issues with like food and exercise. So it wasn't necessarily a food program. It wasn't an exercise program, but trying to like get to the root causes Mm -hmm. of things. So I think they were on the right track. Yeah. And like from there, like that's when I first started to like understand, like I have anxiety issues. Okay, (laughs) So
0: the underlying was this sense of anxiety. Yeah. And to calm the anxiety, yeah like how's food how does that relate okay
2: yeah so can can you describe once you once you discovered that that's what you were doing Mm -hmm. you were you were masking your anxiety Mm -hmm. with food and so many people do this whether it's (laughs) look it could be drugs it could be alcohol it could be food okay what are some examples of some things that you started noticing that you were doing
1: yeah um (laughs) One thing I do when I'm like super, I'll bake a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was baking cookies night. Yeah, you do <laughs> bake. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll like, I want to bake or like stuff like that, and then you have cookies. So, like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? With back them? But back back when you like, were when you started therapy,
2: like, was that part of the therapy? Like, okay, let's let's really look at when mm-hmm. I'm feeling this way. Yeah, this is how what what I do. Yeah, to cope. so
1: like those were mm-hmm. things we would talk about and like so long ago now I don't remember all the specifics Mm -hmm. sure (laughs) but yeah like I remember we would like go through exercises of like okay this is what I'm doing to cope with this and Mm -hmm. so so. you just became more mindful of your habits and what you were
2: what you were doing in response to a feeling right
1: okay let's fast forward Mm -hmm. let's fast forward how long how long were you in therapy so, that one, I was in therapy probably, like, I've been in therapy on and off for multiple times. Right. So, mm-hmm. that was, like, middle school. I was in therapy for, I don't know, a couple months. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I had, like, this big, like, sophomore year of high school, like, kind of breakdown mm-hmm. where, like, my grades were slipping and then just, like, struggling a lot. And so, I went back to therapy and went to a new therapist. And we just, like, focused more on, like just overall anxiety not really food related Mm -hmm. and I think that was important (laughs) yeah um that it's kind of like outside of food because there's food is just a a just one of the things Mm -hmm. it's just one of the things Mm -hmm. because I was a bucket of anxiety so
2: when you moved to Little Rock let's Mm -hmm. fast forward so you moved to Little Rock from Memphis you had gotten a job in Memphis and then you had not there very long. You said you yeah. had bought a house and yeah. kind of settled there. So I lived
1: in Memphis for three uh-huh. years, had bought a house and like thought I was going to live there forever. And then my company like sold mm-hmm. and realized was not going to be there forever. They were starting to move people to California. That's not where I wanted to be. So I started looking for new jobs, found my current job, mm-hmm. moved to Little Rock. Three months after I bought a house. Yes, that was a lot of stress. <laughs> Very
2: stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and how long had you lived in Little
1: Rock before you came to see me? And I was in Little Rock for about six months. Okay. Before coming to see you.
2: Okay. She walks in on December 22nd, 2022, mm-hmm. and says, okay, I need help. Yep. And what was your what was your weight around that time? It was.
1: I think we were like three sixty seven.
2: Uh huh. Uh-huh.
1: Still the perkiest
2: well, sweetest. Let's say that again.
1: Three sixty sixty seven. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Three sixty seven.
2: And still the most pleasant human I've ever met in my life. By the way, like the positive. <laughs> and I said, "You have the best head on your shoulders I've ever seen." About this, like you were like, "I need to change my." habits. I need to, I'm not in a hurry. I want to do this right. You had been through so many things, plus spent 10 plus years in mm-hmm. therapy, which has caught my attention immediately. Cause I always say, man, if everybody went to therapy, yeah. my job would be so much easier. So what was going through your head when we sat down and
1: started talking? Yeah. So I'm like, we're going to begin on that one. <laughs> 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 because, like, there's so many things that happened in, like, that year before I came to you mm-hmm. that, like, led up to that point. Like, we, start, if you go back to, like, December of 21, my aunt, like, just passed away suddenly on a family trip. So that, like, just kind of rocked our family mm-hmm. going into that Christmas. Um And then, and, like, that was completely sudden. No -hmm. one had any clue what was going to happen. So we had that happen. Then I bought my house. Then I sold my house. Then I was back and forth. Oh, before I sold my house, my grandmother died. Mm -hmm. Um, I changed jobs. Then I sold the house. (laughs) And I was back and forth, like, all summer between Memphis and Little Rock, getting my house ready to sell, so it's like super stressful mm-hmm. um and then and were you coping with all that stress by eating so I was eating like and like I like I'd probably gain like twenty or thirty pounds okay. in that like June to December okay. before I came in because like that June I had like hiked in Spain, done the Camino de Santiago for a week with my dad. So I was like, I was active, but like unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like that December, or I guess November, I had gone on a trip with a friend and then like things were weird. And like in December I had like been like, hey, what's up? And he like basically was like, I think our relationship has changed we're not really friends anymore, like, (laughs) so, and that was, like, the day before I called you, I think. Really? Yeah, so it was just, like, I was, like, in this, like, in that fall, I remember, I was in such, like, a bad place, like, be on the floor of the bathtub, like, crying every night, (laughs) like, -hmm. I was just so stressed out. I didn't know that, like, I made the right decision in moving, and, like, I'm, like, am I making the right decision in selling my house? Am I, like, It was just a very stressful time, and like I'd already been in therapy, like I had been in my current with my current therapist for like a year and a half at that, or two years at that point, really. So like I thought I was doing pretty well, (laughs) until you found yourself in the bathtub crying. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but like I would literally be on the floor, like like talking to one of my friends, like not knowing like what like what I was going to do, like kind of, like, thoughts of self-harm. Yeah, and, scary. Like, that's very just, scary. Like, any, like. in my mind, I knew that's not the way I wanted to, like, go. But, like, I also, like, was just, like, very much struggling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, like, my best friend who, like, she would be the normal person I would talk to. She was going through big struggles at that point. So it was, like... I was just, like, in this, like, pit of, like, doom and gloom and, like...
2: You knew you needed something.
1: And it's, like, from being in therapy (sighs) and all of this, like, I knew, like, something needed to change. Mm -hmm. And, like, one of the things, like, I would talk about with my current therapist is, like, at, at certain points, like, I'm, like, I need to exercise. I know I need to exercise, but I can't bring myself to do it. And, like one of the things that we talked about is like that anxiety was such an energy drain mm-hmm. and like it wasn't allowing me to like even have the energy to like go walk the dog or you know something like that so like getting the anxiety under control let me have like the energy to be like okay we need to do something and so like be, like i remember the weekend before i came to see you like i was in bed the whole weekend like i didn't the only time i moved was to bring the dog out <laughs> Wow. So, like, I was, like, just, like, was just, like, such in a dark place that, like, something had to change. Okay. So, I was, like, I made my decision, like, I need a change. So, I was, like, Googling. I'm, like, trying to find a gym. And, like, I had kind of reached out to gyms before. And no one was really getting back to me. And Lori was the first one to get back to me. Yay.
0: Yay, Lori. <laughs> so,
1: she got back to me, like, right away. Um, and we set up our meeting. We mm-hmm. we met up. It was December twenty second, December twenty second, right before Christmas. And and like at that point, it didn't even register to me that like we were so close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like just not on my radar because the Christmas before had been so bad. Like mm-hmm. I hadn't even decorated for Christmas or anything. So well, <laughs> we were talking about
2: what what mm-hmm. you were looking for, what you needed, what yeah. we, what we needed to do, and. You were just like, yes. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of the word, the theme for this whole talk right now is Allie is a yes girl. Mm -hmm. Is it scary to join a new program? Is it scary to reach (laughs) out to somebody and ask for help? Is it scary to step into a gym when you haven't been in a gym in a long time Mm -hmm. or you're not feeling confident? Absolutely. But you did it. In fact... I said, okay, we're ready to get started. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do personal training three times a week. We're also going to go to class when you're ready. Mm -hmm. We're going to work on nutrition, baby steps, little things at a time, things outside of nutrition, morning routine, evening routine, Mm -hmm. so many different things. And I said, all right, Allie, it's December 22nd. We're like, you know, three days away from Christmas. Um, I knew your family was out of town. I'm like, all right. When do you want to get started? She's like, oh, What are you doing on the 26th? <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, Are you really? Yeah. And you're like, Yeah, if you're in town, I'm in town. Like, she works, you know, in retail hours. So she's yeah. like, I got to be here. Are you here? I'm like, I'm here. Let's start. I don't know another soul who starts the day after Christmas. <laughs> Most people would be like, mm, You know, we might as well wait till the first. Yeah. No. She says, Yes. This is what we're doing. We're ready to get started. Our first day was December 26th.
1: And then what happened? So, yeah. uh, <clears throat> I got home from Christmas that year. And I get home. I, like, went straight to work. And that night, my mom called me to tell me my uncle had passed away. Mm-hmm. So without, like, and that was the uncle who I spent Christmas at their house and had just left that morning. Just saw so him. So mm-hmm. had just seen him just. Been hanging out at his house. Um, so yeah, that was like mm-hmm. a huge shock. So I came in the first day. I came in like I was Her all eyes puffy, were puffy and like I'm like I'm sorry. I've been crying all day. Yeah, I had a but major
2: death in my family. Yeah, i had a big and death I'm in my like, family. Oh my god, are you yeah. okay? Why are you here? Are you and she, okay? And
1: I'm like, what else am I going to do?
2: And you know what you said? You're like, well, this is what I committed to. Yeah. Like. And I was like, hell yeah, let's go. Yeah so through puffy eyes mm-hmm. through you know fall aparts we're still exercising yeah. we're doing the best we can and i'm like this girl puffing is going to kill it because when you say yes to something that you you mean it even through something as horrible as that yeah so we just kept going didn't we mm-hmm. i don't think i don't think that you've missed more than
1: Maybe you missed one week when you were really sick. Yeah. Like, we've only Mm -hmm. missed, like, a handful. Yeah. And, and like, I was even coming to work out when I was really sick. Yeah,
2: really sick. I'm like, (laughs) uh, you need to go home. Yeah. Yeah. So, super consistent. And Mm -hmm. so, we have been working out three days a week. Weight training. We've been through, oh, my goodness, the videos from the beginning. Yeah.
1: Those are fun to to watch. To
2: not being able to do one push-up, not being able to do one sit-up. Mm -hmm. to um okay so let's talk about the big big thing that you did first you joined in december Mm -hmm. we do festivus (laughs) games yes and that was we would do festivus games in april Mm -hmm. which is our competition for beginning and intermediate athletes i'm just talking about it having no clue that she would even want to do this she's like i think i want to do festivus and i think i probably was like are you sure
1: I think I signed up without you even uh, knowing. I think you did too. I think you signed up. <laughs> I think I like, I saw you posted something. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that sounds like fun. I've kind of done some of those workouts. Yeah. <laughs> like I had kind of done some. Yeah. Of the we movements. had done some so of the like, workouts. I could probably do that. Yeah. So,
2: and yeah. so I knew right then I'm like, this is her experience in therapy. Mm-hmm. Her therapist, helping her through hard things. Like, I know this is going to be hard, and I'm going to feel uncomfortable, but I'm going to, like, embrace that discomfort yeah. and get through it. And that's what you did. And you have
1: done that over and over. Because there is literally always a point, like, when I'm, like, going to a race or, g- like, going to Festivus where I'm like, what was I thinking? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I feel like I have to sign up. At the beginning, mm-hmm. before I have time to like think myself out of it, because that anxiety bug in me mm-hmm. will be like, oh, but this can go wrong. That can go wrong. You're not going to be able to do it this well, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I have to like, I have to beat the anxiety.
0: So have, do you feel like at this point, you're a year, a mm-hmm. little over a year later that you've pushed past the risk of a significant setback or a significant... Because, I guess part of my question is what what's different now that didn't allow for this kind of behavior or this commitment Mm -hmm. to come out from previous to now.
1: Yeah, I think part of it's like the therapy and like getting like my mindset right. Okay, like there was always points in like doing other like workout programs or other diet programs. Where I was like, not everything's working together. Okay. Like, there's all like it always felt like something was missing, and so like I finally like when I was when I came and like met with Lori the first time and like she's going through like oh you could do like just the just the workout or just the you know just this I'm like nope sign it up for all of it because like I knew like even though like I've been through nutrition programs. I knew that like, I needed all of it to go together and all of it to work together. So I have the therapy, I'm doing the nutrition, I'm doing the workouts. So like that was a big part of it, I think where it's just like, everything's working together yeah. and like my mindset's right. And I'm con- like, my therapist probably is like, okay, you can stop coming already, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I continue to go and I go like, I'm um, like every six weeks now. So, but it, it continues to be maintenance and like there's always something to talk about so we continue doing therapy like continue doing the nutrition continue like Lori probably still wants to get rid of me too no (laughs) never i'm like i'm keeping my 6 (laughs) a.m so because like i like that consistency and like everything working together so that's all been very helpful
2: so when we started Mm -hmm. um i'm you were so you were so um on point with everything mm-hmm. and i could tell that you already you knew if i just do the thing if i just focus yeah. on this thing today don't look too far ahead mm-hmm. don't expect you know this many pounds dropped yeah. you had zero expectations except for whatever day you were whatever you're supposed to do that's what mm-hmm. i'm going to do In the first month, we had, I don't know how many pounds dropped. I I can't remember. what, But it was just like, bam, bam, every single month. And I thought, if everybody could be this consistent Mm -hmm. and only focus on the little step in front of them, everyone would be successful. Everyone. And so, overall, in the
1: last 12 months, what's the total weight loss? How much is? We're, like, hovering right around 90 pounds. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of, you know, the the daily fluctuations. Yes, but daily fluctuations. But right around 90. 90.
2: pounds. So we're we're almost to that 100-pound mark. Mm-hmm. And what else are you doing now that I, besides weight training, <laughs> classes when you're not mm-hmm. with me, what else have you started? Your favorite running. My okay. favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm having to keep her highly fed. Yes. So I don't think you would
1: say you've ever been... Restricted in any way. No, 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 never. I mean, like, we started out at 2,000 calories mm-hmm. and we're at 1,900. Right. We've like. never, <laughs> we've really not dropped it. No. And like, it's funny, like, today I didn't work out. It was a rest day. So, like, I wasn't very hungry and like, I was like, oh, I probably should eat something. But yesterday we did legs, mm-hmm. I was ravenous, right, Leg day so, like is always, yeah, now I can like I can tell the difference, mm-hmm. and like with the running, like I know on like days like I'm doing a longer distance run, I need those carbs, and i don't care what the macros say right. that I should be in I'm like, I need the carbs so
2: yeah we we really aren't there's there's really no um high level focus mm-hmm. on your nutrition right yeah. now, because I know how much activity you're yeah. getting. Like I can't eat, I don't, I can't remember the last time we sat down like, Ooh, looking at mm-hmm. each food because you're so, your lifestyle has changed so
1: yeah. much in the last 12 months that we're not dieting. Yeah. You're not. Oh yeah. And that's a big thing. I hate it when people are like, what diet are you doing? <laughs> oh, or like, God. like I, I'm like, it's not a diet. I don't diet. Eating i eating for b- what I want my body to do. I don't believe in diet. Good for you. I don't, th- <laughs> like, whenever someone's like, oh, I'm dieting right now or I can't, it's like, <coughs> that's not part of my diet. I cringe. I know. Like, I hate it. I'm like, want to be mm-hmm. like, oh, no, don't do it." Because
2: we talk about you love to go out to eat. Oh, yeah. We talk about
1: you I enjoying the food. I love to, like, go to a really mm-hmm. nice meal and, like, enjoy my food. Like, yeah. I love to cook. You know, I don't cook all the time, but, <laughs> like, I like to cook. I like to bake. When I bake, I want to use, like, real butter. Right. Like, so I'm going to do that because mm-hmm. life's too short to, like, have just, like, all yeah, diet food. Just lettuce.
0: Well, but I, and I think that's the message. when When you look at, one of the things that we like to mm-hmm. throw out there is if what you're doing to lose the weight isn't something you would want to do once you've lost it, then right. what's the point? You know, you can't, mm-hmm. you, you can't live this mm-hmm. way. And what you've done is you've invested a year to build a life, a life pattern, a life behavior mm-hmm. that is sustainable and doesn't suck. Yeah. <laughs> so you know really? those, those two things go together, and now all of a sudden you're not dieting, you're just living mm-hmm. and and the choices you make yeah. support the health you want and the activities you want and the body type you want, mm-hmm. and you know we try to drive a message that says, you know weight loss is like the number four on the list, yeah, it's just a byproduct of what you're doing,
1: yeah. Someone asked me once. They're like, "So, what's your goal weight?" I'm like, "I have no clue. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I literally have no clue." Right. I'm like, "Well, you're five eight, and you
2: have a lot of muscle. Yeah, and she's like, built a lot of muscle. And like, so, we don't really pay attention to that yeah. scale. It's more like, how do you feel?
1: Yeah, to me, it's like, how do I feel? Can I, like, what can I do? Like, I want to be able to do certain things. It's that's what's more important to me. Like. One day we'll get a pull-up. Yep,
2: (laughs) one day we will. And and like she's
1: just ran a half marathon. Yeah, we ran a half marathon. Like, one day I want to do, like, an Ironman or something. Like, Mm -hmm. it's those things that are more important to me than, like, how much I actually weigh.
0: Right. Well, and what you'll come to the realization is in order for me to do those Mm -hmm. effectively, it will require me to weigh less. Right. So if those are in alignment, then the objective is the activity or the event or the thing you want to do. The body just needs to follow.
1: Yeah, like with the running. Like running is easier when I'm losing right. weight. So and pull-ups. Like, so and, pull-ups and, by and the, the, the pull-ups. Way. pull-ups one are day. Way yeah, one day. <laughs> well, think about where your um,
2: your ring rows were mm-hmm. at the first festival. Oh yeah. And then the next one that you
1: did, there were no problem. like, so crazy wow. the difference. Like if you look <laughs> back at that video, I know it's like. Yeah. Because remember, like we spent a couple days where like I couldn't even get one. Yeah. Yes, so we standard. have worked on that.
2: But um, the 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 real theme is that you have not been afraid to get out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I love that. So, and not just physically, but like socially. Here at the gym, mm-hmm. you've come to everything. You have like positioned yourself as, oh, she's going to say yes to this. <laughs> I know she's, you know, and I love that. And people look up to you in this gym. Oh. I mean, everybody knows you. They're like, be like Allie. Say yes. <laughs> Get
1: out of your comfort zone. Do something hard. Push yourself. Something I say to, like, my friends is, like, you gotta be uncomfortable, like, comfortable with being uncomfortable. Absolutely. Like, because like, the person I was, like, a year ago, or like, two years ago, like, wasn't as comfortable doing these things. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a lot of practice. And, like, a lot of, like, there's a lot of self-coaching going sure. on. Of course. Like a lot of self-coaching in my head. Even like, just like daily, you know, doing things. It's like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Like putting things in perspective and like really talking myself through things yeah. mm-hmm. to be able to get and out there. and. Do how things. old are
2: you, Allie? I'm 33. Yes, 33. Okay. Right. So old enough to have, have a, you know, a mature brain and not still be in a, in a, in a immature mindset, Mm. right? Like you understand the value of, of Mm self-talk, um, which we all struggle with. I know, but I, I do remember one time I'm like, gosh, I'm just so impressed that you are doing all this. And you're like, Spent a lot
1: of years in therapy <laughs> yeah. working
2: on this. And I'm like, Yes.
1: Yes. Whenever someone's I, like, Oh, how do you do this? Or you're so calm or whatever, I'm like, therapy. <laughs> well, I know. That's, That's like, amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like the therapy poster child. Yeah. I'm like, you should go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: all, we all should.
0: Well, and I think that also explains or, or highlights the value of finding a good community mm-hmm. that embraces the effort. Yeah. Recognizes and 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 holds holds you up and says, mm-hmm. "Hey, that this good job." It, it's an affirmation yeah. of the effort you put in, in an environment where the others are also striving yeah. to achieve and want the same things that you want. And I think that's a big difference when folks are isolated or trying mm-hmm. to do it by themselves. And yeah. you know, they just can't get traction. They can't get the momentum to push through that hard day because there's no one else around mm-hmm. to be accountable to. Right. And even if you're having a personal trainer, that one-to-one relationship can only go so far. Mm-hmm. But when you surround yourself with a bunch of people trying to do the same stuff, yeah. you just can't help but get swept up in yeah. that momentum. And sometimes it, that's the little bit of thing you needed mm-hmm. to get over that hump.
1: Yeah. And I think like being here at the gym has really helped because like prior to joining... I didn't really have friends, like other than like my coworkers, I didn't really have friends in Little Rock. So I wasn't really doing much outside of being at my apartment. Mm -hmm. So like from being here at the gym, like I've met everybody here and then I joined the running group. And like from being at the gym, I was like more confident Mm -hmm. to join the running group and do -hmm. that. So like met people there. I have friends over there and then like I'm more active in my own apartment community so I have like a ton of friends over there so like it's really like helped brought like I've lived here a year and a half now and I have so many more friends than I ever did when I lived in Memphis for 3 years Yeah. granted we're, we're was working there on making COVID. this we're working on
2: making <laughs> this super permanent <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to You're get trying. her so in the community that she can't possibly leave like and oh and um, how long I don't, I don't remember this because I was thinking about it. Uh-huh. How long were we personal training only before we went to class? I don't know. Because I that's super important like, to me yeah. as a trainer that we don't only
1: get used to being with right. each other. So it was it wasn't too long because it was definitely before festivus. Mm-hmm. So that was April. I'm like yeah. But it was it was a little while. I remember like there would be times where I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna go, but like I would chicken out mm-hmm. and like, so I wouldn't go. But like, I think we went to like a Thursday class mm-hmm. was the first one. I probably so. said, I'll meet you there. Yeah. Cause so. most of the time I need the, I need someone yeah. to be expecting me as well. So, mm-hmm. and that like, that is one of the things like mm-hmm. that chalks my memory. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the things that really helped me with like, Starting this was like the accountability of like having an appointment, oh, like gosh. because yes. I was not an early riser. Oh, that's right. We we become an early we've become person. an early person. Mm-hmm. So I was not an early riser at all. <laughs> so, like we actually started right now. We're doing six a.m., but we started at six thirty. Yeah, we did. You're right. So I forgot. I finally moved it to six because it goes with the class mm-hmm. times, and I I thought it's going to be easier for me to get to class. Right. Every day is at six a.m. Forgot okay. about that. So yeah, yeah, that was. It's been a while, but yeah. And now
2: she so. she talks me into going. She's <laughs> like, "I'll see you tomorrow, Lori, in class," and I'm like, Ugh, "I'll see you okay. tomorrow, right?" <laughs> yes, you, you inspire me now and and push me, so I love that. So, so
0: yeah. So I think the takeaway message today is, you know, when you. When anyone starts in this process, mm-hmm. one of the big questions we always get is, you know, how quick or how soon or, you know, six weeks to this or eight weeks to this. And and I, what it feels like is your message is this is a journey. Mm-hmm. There's not a destination. And the best thing you can do is just do the next thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's just like you keep going I- we always I we always that. say
2: there is no before and after. Yeah, there's before a before and, and then the during. Yep. And then you just keep during. Yeah. You just keep you keep that up and during. you keep going. You durie durie durie. And you just keep going. I'm just and making new words. Yeah, it's I'm fine. just made up a word. <laughs> but you know, people look at it like, "Ooh, what can I do in 12 weeks?" I'm like, "Well, I don't know." Yeah. Do you know?
1: No. No. I don't remember what, what where you were after the 12 weeks yeah, but it was I, enough for you yeah. to be inspired. All I remember is like things are going well, let's keep going. Yes.
2: Like it's working. Let's, let's go.
1: Things are working well, let's not rock the boat. Let's just. Mm-hmm. Keep I think da-
2: that's exactly what you said. Yeah. Because we finished our 12 weeks, I'm like, "All right, what, you know, what do you do?" It what would I do be like a,
1: a song quote, wouldn't it? Yeah,
2: Uhhuh. <laughs> Cuz you yeah, we, we listen to a lot of music. But she was like, "Well, why would I do something different if this is working? Yeah. I'm like, exactly. Let's keep going. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's been, and now you can't get rid of me. No, there you go. Don't want to.
0: (laughs) Well, Allie, thank you. Um, again, we are extremely proud of you and I know you're, you're proud of yourself. And I think, uh, you've been an inspiration and an example for a lot of people around here and i know it's going to continue and you've got a lot of goals but it's been fun to watch this year evolve and we just wanted to have a chance to let you tell your story and and hopefully inspire someone else who is just stuck you know just can't Mm -hmm. seem to take that first step that's the hardest one to do it's
1: definitely the hardest one
0: and if we can get more people to just be willing to take that first step they'll they'll take the next one and maybe Mm -hmm. then the next one so Thanks for sharing your story. Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thank you.